The following movie has been rated PG-13 by the Motion Picture Association of America. Some material may be inappropriate for young children. Parents may wish to consider whether it should be viewed by those under 13. What do we have here? Yeah, here I thought we were special. Fellas, this here's Bagman. Hangman. Whatever. What the hell kind of mission is this? Everyone here is the best there is. Who the hell are they gonna get to teach us? Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly blunt. You are not my first choice. You are here at the request of Admiral Kazansky, AKA Iceman. He seems to think that you have something left to offer the Navy. What that is, I can't imagine. With all due respect, sir, I'm not a teacher. Just want to manage expectations. What the hell? Good morning, aviators. This is your captain speaking. And we're off. Here we go. In three, two, one. We're going into combat on a level no living pilot's ever seen. Not even him. You think up there you're dead. Believe me. My dad believed in you. I'm not gonna make the same mistake. Someone's not coming back from this. Those are your pilots. Anything happens to them. Smoke in the air! Smoke in the air! You'll never forgive yourself. No turning back now. It's the 10th year of my movie month. 30 movies, 30 days. Movie month, movie month. 30 podcasts, 30 days. Movie month, movie month. 30 movies, 30 days. 30 podcasts, it's year 
Tom Cruise is a movie star And I'll watch anything that he ever makes Happy June, everybody! It's June 1st, 2023. I looked up at the calendar just to make sure I didn't screw up. And I can't believe it. We're finally here. We're finally back. It is June 1st. Movie month is here. Another 30 movies in 30 days with 30 podcasts. When this is all said and done, can you believe that we will be at movie number 300? Okay, this this podcast has this this, you know, podcast project, Movie Month started in 2016. But before that, there were 2 years of blogs. If you go to fans.experts.com, there's a link for movie month. You'll see 2014, 2015. Those are all blog entries. Not as exciting uh, and really not as fun because I felt like I got to start typing. Whereas this, I can just start talking and really with no plan, you just watch the movie and talk about the movie and it makes it, uh, it just makes it more enjoyable. So I've been doing the podcast for 20, for, for eight years and the project for 10 years. Yes, can you believe it's year 10? 2014 uh, year 10 is when this all started. And I can always remember um, my my cousin's wedding anniversary because I was part of the wedding. I, I, I did a reading or something. I don't remember. It was really memorable. And uh, no, it was. It was. And uh, she got everyone in the uh, that helped out like little gifts. And it was a you know a, an Amazon gift card, and I remember thinking to myself, "Yes, I can rent movies with this for my new movie month." I had no idea that um, nine years later, because even though this is year ten, it's nine years later. It's it's weird because you know year because the first year you do it, it, a year hasn't passed, so it hasn't been ten years. It hasn't been two years since I started the second one. That's how it works. Your first wedding anniversary is um, the first year. But the if I got married every year, it'd be like, hey, it's my second annual marriage. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm rambling because it's very late at night. But did you know, ladies and gentlemen, that I uh, am the last person on planet Earth to see Top Gun Maverick? Yep, yep, yep. yep. Now, I would have seen it a lot, a lot sooner if it wasn't for this gosh darn pandemic, and I'm not talking about, oh, not going to the movie theater or being, uh, you know, not going out in public, all that fun stuff. I'm telling you that if there was no pandemic, you would have seen this movie years ago because it was ready to come out. Did you know this movie was ready to come out in 2019? I know Tom Cruise uh, is like, you know, he's got some sort of, uh, I don't know if it's Scientology, witchcraft, or something that makes him eternally, you know, young and energetic. Um, but, um, and he's 60 now, but he was well in his 50s making this movie. You know, it was, I think it started really being filmed in like 2018, 2019. It was going to come out in 2019, uh, but it was delayed several times. And then, um, that silly pandemic. Oh, so I guess it wouldn't have been 2019 when it, because of the COVID, uh, did you think that we'd be talking about that in the first five minutes of movie month? Um, but it did get delayed and then that delayed it more. And a lot of movies 
that first year, 2020, I think it was 2020 it was going to come out. A lot of movies said, screw it, we can't wait, let's put it on HBO Max. Warner Brothers went crazy putting everything on HBO Max, and I don't know if it was Paramount. Think There was no Paramount Plus at the time, but there was CBS All Access, which is kind of the same thing, but there was no Paramount Plus at the same time. Hopefully, that wouldn't have made a difference, because Tom Cruise is like, you know what? No. I am going to wait, and this is going to be put into the movie theaters like it should be. And people are like, oh my God, a a, a Top Gun sequel? I was one of them, like, okay, Tom, I give you the benefit of the doubt with Mission Impossible. You can make 75 of those movies, and I will love them all, and each one will get better. But really, a Top Gun, like, do we really need that? And it turns out, yes, the world needed it. And the world responded by making this like the one of the biggest movies ever, one almost one and a half billion dollars at the box office. Tom Cruise says, "Hi, I'm here to save the movie theaters," and it's kind of what he did. You know, like it 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 went above and beyond all expectations. Plus, here's the thing: you know why it went above and beyond all expectations? Because it was a friggin' awesome movie. Now, I didn't watch this on my phone, not on my tablet, not on my laptop. I watched this on my television, my high definition television. Thank you very much. No, it's not a huge TV, but it was, you know, so it wasn't the movie theater experience. It wasn't the, I had earbuds in my ear. Uh, so I didn't get the surround sound or the, you know, the feeling of, whoa, in, in the theater. So I did miss out on that. Um, and this, I actually, at a certain point said, we should go to the theater and see this and just, you know, movie month be, be damned. Let's go to the movies and see this. It just never happened. So as you know, you're hearing me right now. Um, I still haven't been to the movies into the theater since December, 2019. The last movie I saw was the star Wars episode nine, the rise of Skywalker. But I'm telling you this year, I'm feeling it. This is the year that I'm going to get back uh, in front of the silver screen. I'm not saying there's a specific movie that is definitely going to bring me back, but there are movies that I'm like, I got to get to the theater. I have to see that right away. And the only way to do that is to get into the movie theater. Now, specifically this movie, let's talk about this. Um, The thing that I wanted to do, and I did this, apparently I do this for Tom Cruise. So years ago, I saw Mission Impossible, but then I wanted to start watching the sequels. And right before movie month, I went back and watched the first Mission Impossible. Well, guess what? Yesterday, I went back, because I had not seen this movie in years, I went back to watch the original 1986 Top Gun. And I forgot so much about it. I remember... He puts on the brakes and the plane flies over him. And I remember uh, Iceman and Goose and Meg Ryan. Um, I remember uh, the principal from Back to the Future, Mr. Strickland, James Tolkien. I remember Tom Skerritt. I remember th- bits and pieces. I remember um, there was a guy named Whip Hubley. Uh, that always makes me think of of Brian, this guy I used to work with. Who <laughs> I forget exactly why, but I swear he he knew the name Whip Hubley and it made me laugh. And now it's with me forever. Um, I'm, I, I, and if, and if somehow Brian, you hear this and I'm wrong, forgive me, but I swear Whip Hubley is something that you knew. I, I, I don't know. It's in my head. Uh, and I don't know why my voice sounds really, really sultry. Now I've been, I was battling a cold last week. I went to a concert last week, so it made me a little scratchy. Er, 
Um, but I don't know why I'm feeling I'm doing that right now. I don't know why I'm sounding so gosh darn sultry and, um, you know, uh, I don't know, romantic, if this is how people find things romantic. <coughs> okay, I can't say that deep long enough. Anyway, this movie, you know, it was up for Oscars. It was a phenomena, phenomena, phenomenon. Do, 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 do. Phenomenon. Um, I'm, I'm tired already, but it's, and it's only day one. It's only day one, so it's going to get kookier. Uh, but I, you know, and I knew it was a huge movie. I knew it was well, it was respected. Like it was well reviewed. All these things, it was, you got to see it on the big screen. And I didn't, obviously I didn't, but I kept holding it off. Um, so I, I knew, I, I didn't say I knew what to expect, but I knew that like the flying action would be great. Oh, as I said, I went back and watched the original Top Gun and, uh, you know, I didn't, like, I was like, oh, it's just a school? I thought they actually did something. Oh, wait, then they had to go do something. Um, and my my big takeaway from that was that Pete Mitchell is, he's a bit of a loose cannon. And Iceman really isn't that bad. Like, he wasn't really a villain at any, at any point. Uh, in this movie, we have Hangman. You know, again, not a bad guy, just a, kind of a cocky, kind of a prick at points. But in the end, they all work together. Um, I didn't know the story of this at all, which was good. I remember seeing clips of Tom in that like that magic plane at the beginning. I don't know the super duper plane. Um, I want to say the B fifty two, but they, they, you know, they're like um, Rome if you want to. I'm sorry. Um, I don't know. It, w- it might have been a B two bomber. I don't know what it was. It it was like the space plane. Um, I remember seeing clips of that and thinking, what the hell are we doing? Is Tom Cruise going to space? Well, he kind of did. Uh, and some of the plane stuff and I knew Miles Teller was in this and, um, and I knew John Hamm was, and I just knew Jennifer Connelly. Like I knew things about it, but I didn't know the story. And if you, again, I said, I'm the last person to see this movie and you're going to notice that a lot this year. You're gonna be like, he didn't see that yet. Probably even tomorrow. Um, but what I, I didn't know that he didn't work for, I thought he was just, I'm an instructor at Top Gun still, and these are my new recruits and blah, blah, blah. No, not at all. Just to give you the quick synopsis, at least how I remember it, because I watched it, you know, I finished it like 20 minutes ago. He uh, is a test pilot now, but as he wants to do, he will push it a little too far. He pushed it a little too far, and he blew up his test pilot, the, 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 the plane he was doing. Now he was able to get it to the speed they needed Mach 10, but he pushed it further and Ed Harris was there and that was it. Like he's in the opening credits as part of like the, you know, Ed, Ed Harris or with Ed Harris. And it's like, yeah, you're with Ed Harris for like five minutes, but it did lead to one of the funnier moments where he ejected out and he was in the middle of nowhere like not say the middle of nowhere, but just like in the middle of the country in some, it could have been Alaska, some state he didn't know. And he just walks into a diner like all messy. That was pretty funny. Um, and he's like, where am I? And the kid said, earth. So I thought that was, that was cute. Uh, but he, um, instead of getting fired, instead of getting court-martialed or dishonorably discharged, he, wow, I got the yawns. I got the yawns already. I haven't had the podcast yawns in a while. I'm going to try to do my best to get around it. Um, he's like, the, you've, you've had a call. 
you're going back to Top Gun. He's like, Top Gun, you say? Yes, you're going back to Top Gun. And then the guy looks in the camera and says, Maverick. And then, okay, I'm kidding about that. Um, But he goes back to Top Gun. He's been specifically uh, requested to go back by who? Mr. Val Val Kilmer himself, Iceman, who runs the program, but he's also sick, so he's never there. So the guy who's kind of his, um, Tom Cruise, Pete Maverick Mitchell's command is John Hamm, Cyclone. Um, And basically John Hamm is the authority figure in this. He's the prick. John Hamm, who, you know, everyone knows as um, Don Draper, Love Mad Men. I've did a whole podcast on it. It's available at fansonexperts.com. Every episode, the full series. Um, and but he's also a really funny guy. Like if you've seen him in other things or seen him in interviews, very funny guy. I, in fact, I'm going to say it right now, this is not the last time we're going to see John Hamm this month. Okay, just going to throw that out there. Um, but he's the he's kind of the hard ass in this. And there's a group of young pilots, not students. These are all. Uh, Top Gun graduates. They've all been brought back for um, because there's this mission, this crazy mission. And what Top Gun does well is they'll talk about the quote unquote the enemy without ever giving you a country, without ever ever giving you a like a race, a nationality, nothing. It's like basically GI Joe taken on Cobra. It's very generic. You know, the last movie is Migs. Now you can assume it's some sort of Russians. That's who you kind of guess. You know, you see the snowy atmosphere later. Uh, so they have to do this impossible mission to get in there. A, a, a impossible mission? Tom Cruise? Hmm, I wonder if he can pull it off. They have to go in, you know, fly through like they're, you know, in the Death Star uh, and basically drop into a, a, a cavern below um, the missiles and blow up a bunch of uranium because they'll they can make time machines. I don't know whatever. I don't know what you make uranium. I thought you can make uranium into plutonium and then plutonium into a flux capacitor. That's my experience. Obviously, it's nuclear weapons. See, I'm not eh, not as dumb as I make myself appear. Um, so really, the movie is about him, Tom Cruise, getting them trained to get this ready, and it has to be perfect. And they're like, who's this old guy? And he's like, oh, I'll show you. I'm the best goddamn pilot here next to all you old, you know, mofos. Uh, now, the pilots include a bunch of young actors. The most recognizable, of course, is Miles Teller from Whiplash, from a bunch of different things. Um, and he, of course, there has to be more connection. There's, you know, there's a little bit of like the the sappiness of like, you know, there's the formulaic stuff of like, I can't do it. You must do it. Don't leave me. I won't leave you. You know, but guess what? It all works in this. It all works. So uh, Miles Teller is Goose's son. Now, Goose was Anthony Edwards and Meg Ryan's kid from the first movie. Uh, Obviously, Goose died in the first movie. We find out later that um, his mother dies as well. Uh, But he resents Maverick. And I don't think he resents him just for, well, we find out he doesn't just resent him just for his father's death. We learn that, that Maverick actually held him back a few years, uh, he, he took the blame for it, saying, you know, he really wasn't ready, but I'll be the bad guy. His mother didn't want him to fly. Now his mother passed away. He couldn't hold him back anymore. Um, but, of course, there's this whole resentment there. Uh, and then the other guy that I recognize is the guy playing Hangman. He's Glenn Powell. 
seen him in a bunch of different things where I first remember um, uh, falling in love with this guy was in the Fox series Scream Queens, which was like a, a dark black comedy um, about, you know, murder. And was it at a college or something? And he played like this douchebag and he was so friggin' good in it. And I, he might've been in some American horror stories too. It's all, I can't think of the guy's name who does all those movies, who does that, you know, all the American horror movies. He did the, he did the um, Scream Queens as well. And um, he's like the king of FX. He makes a ton, ton of FX shows. Um, but this was a Fox show with Jamie Lee Curtis was on it too. It was a really good show. They made a second season of it that wasn't as good, but still good, I think, right? Didn't they make a second season of that? I don't know. Uh, but that's where I first like realized this guy's really good. And he's good in this. Like he's, you know, he's playing the cocky, uh, you know, best pilot, quote unquote. Um, but he plays it fine. Uh, he doesn't end up being part of the final mission, but he ends up being a hero just the same. So, you know, we get through all the kind of the training and this and then that just to get to the final mission. We also, we don't get a beach volleyball scene. We get a beach football scene. And as I'm watching this, I'm saying to myself, did anybody who filmed this know what football is? Why are there two balls being played at the same time? What is going on? And then they actually, because I was like, oh my God, this is weird. Like, is this like, I guess this is how we play sports, guys, film it. But no, um, Maverick explained it when John Hamm's like, what is this? He's like, I'm building a team here. It was called Dogfight Football, where the offense and defense are playing at the same time, which sounds kind of awesome to play. Um, I would love to do that, or at least try doing it and then fall over and, and wheeze myself into uh, unconsciousness. Um, but it looked cool. I would be on whatever team is the shirts, though, let's be honest. Uh, so while this is all going on, we have the... A uh, little st- oh, and then that guy Hangman finds out that he's Goose's son, and they flew together. He's like, "This is why you hate Maverick." And there's a little fist of cuffs there. Um, and there's a side story where um, Goose's son, who is Rooster, uh, holds back. He always holds back. He just holds back a little bit too much. And then at the end, he's able to you know punch things through. Um, but at the same time, that's going on. There is a, a bit of a love story going on now. Kelly McGillis Gillis from the first movie, not asked back. Um, but they replace her with, you know, it's the, it's the, you're still around, you're still here. The last time I saw you, but this was in times in between the movies, you know, so we've never seen uh, this character before, but it's a great Jennifer Connelly. And I say great Jennifer Connelly because she looks great and she's Jennifer Connelly and there, boom, that's it. Um, she plays a bar owner who had a history with, um, with, uh, Maverick and they kind of rekindle that they go on a boat. I mean, this is a long movie, but it, it never, you never feel like it drags. They have some time on a boat together. They drive motorcycles together. Um, she makes him pay a bar tab and then they finally make sex together, which is fine. But it's funny. He jumps out of the window and the daughter's right there. And I like the... Tom Cruise, when he's the, like, slightly caught off guard, slightly embarrassed, like, um, it's, it's doesn't ha- it wasn't quite comedic there. It almost was, but she says, don't break her heart. Um, but there were moments like that where he's just like, huh, what? And, and he's really good at that, like in the diner and at the end. Um, so when they steal the ship. So 
you know, I'm thinking, okay, so it's going to all lead to this big climax. And I'm like, oh, they got it. Oh, okay. Well, that was pretty easy. But no, this is when some, um, I don't know what they called them. They didn't call them MIGs this time. Did they call them Vipers? No, they were the Viper. doesn't matter. We'll say it's the sharks and the, uh, and the, um, the other bad guys in <laughs> wherever in West Side Story. It doesn't matter. Uh, the Tom Cruise side and the bad guys. Um, and they end up, um, you know, the, the bad guys show up. They get everything done perfectly, but then the bad guys show up. Things don't get quite quite right. Tom Cruise gets shot out of the sky. He wakes up. You think he's going to get shot down by a helicopter, but then everyone's told to return to base, but Miles Teller says, no, and he almost gets whiplash, and he um, shoots the helicopter out of the sky, but then he gets shot down. So now the two of them are off in the, in the winter wilderness together. Before they, you know, did their maneuver, a bunch of missiles took out an airbase. But they get to the airbase and have and were able to steal a, a, I'll say a Russian ship. I mean, let's be honest. This is what it's supposed to be. They steal the enemy ship. Okay, we won't say Russian. They steal the enemy ship uh, plane that's really old-fashioned. And he's like, oh, I think I can fly this. And they escape, but they don't quite make it. And that's some that's actually some really fun stuff because the dogfighting is incredible. Actually, the 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 plane, so many incredible shots, aerial shots. Uh, but my favorite one is when it's like um, they're just about to go on the mission, and Tom Cruise. And as far as I can tell, this is all real. Like I read something where they had to pay like for every flight they play like paid like eleven thousand bucks for something, um, where he takes off from the the aircraft carrier and you just see the aircraft carrier disappearing and all these things when they're flying up they're going this like you see his face getting pushed back like i believe they're doing you know they're they're probably someone's flying the plane because they're being filmed but it seems like a lot of the stunts are in the air instead of just green screen and it makes it seem so much more realistic um because you could watch movies now and they can do anything but you can kind of tell it's a dude looking around at different green screens. I don't think that's what this is. I'm sure there is some of that, but um, I'd love to watch a making of to just kind of see how this was all put together. Uh, so they steal the plane. There's a great dogfight, but they're not going to make it until Hangman comes back. He's like, I'm here. Bang, bang, bang. I'm the hero. But the funny thing is they steal the enemy ship and then the two other enemy planes come up and they're alongside them. And... Um, they're signaling and Tom Cruise is signaling back and Miles Teller's like, what's he saying? He's like, I don't know what he's saying. I don't know what he's doing, but he's, he's doing the hand signal. Oh, he goes, I've never seen that one before. I have no idea what that means. Like that was really just, it just made me laugh. The really funny stuff. Um, really enjoyable. Just like lighthearted Tom Cruise who also kicks ass. And by the way, you got to see him do the Tom Cruise run through the, through the snowy wilderness. He was like pumping. He's, I'm, I'm saying to myself, he, I wanted Miles Teller to be like, you ran all the way here? Uh, but he was pumping along like he must have been going 80 to 90 miles per hour, I guess. I don't know how speed works. Um, but they get home. They get safe. It looks like him and um, Rooster, Maverick and Rooster kind of have a nice, fun relationship now. And uh, it seems like he's still hanging out with Jennifer Connelly at the end. Takes her up on a nice flight, and it's a beautiful, happy ending, and hopefully... He sticks around a Top Gun and, uh, you know, they fall madly in love. That's my assumption. Top Gun 3, The Marriage. 
Um, but one thing I haven't touched on is I mentioned Val Kilmer and Iceman at the beginning. Well, Val Kilmer uh, in real life, you know, has been dealing with cancer. Uh, and I did not see his documentary, but um, I heard it's really good. And the last thing I just recently saw him in was I rewatched MacGruber, and he's great in that. He's great in that. Um, and I've loved Val Kilmer since uh, Real Genius and Top Secret, like those lighthearted, like goofy comedies where he was just Chris Chambers in Real Genius. I mean, to me, I thought that is the epitome of cool. He's a genius. He's cool. He's funny. He's he's the complete package. Um, but he's been, you know, the more recent years, he obviously wasn't doing anything. Uh, and the fact that they were able to bring him back respectfully uh, you know, include his real life situation uh, with Iceman and Ice not being able to talk, being able to type. It was a really wonderful scene between the two of them. And then you think, okay, he's on his way. And like, because they, they kind of held it off for a while. They were texting back and forth. And then, boom, you finally get to see Val. Uh, and then you kind of forget. You're like, oh, well, that's over, and that's great. That's able to help. And then they gut punch you again when Iceman dies, and they have to go to the funeral, and it's just like, oh. So I just thought the way they treated that, because, again, he was not a villain. He was just, you know, uh, a guy who was the best, and then you get this, uh, you know, Pete Mitchell coming in, this maverick. Literally, he's a maverick coming in uh, who is reckless, and but he's great, but he's reckless and a little and a little bit of a dick himself. Um, you know, it was like two two kind of uh, macho uh, uh, machismo forces hitting each other. Uh, but at the end, they you know they realized that they were friends. And I love that they he had him in his phone as ice. They just for years you could see they just they just kept up. He's hugging his wife. They were just always brothers you know, from that moment on. And um, they even had a photo of them. It just happened to be a, a photo of the scene from Top Gun, uh, but it still was a nice photo of them. Um, but yeah, he, you know, the character uh, had, you know, passed away and had a funeral, uh, but I just thought it was a nice, respectful way of bringing, because he was a big part of the original Top Gun, of including him and, um, you know, uh, honoring him and ultimately, uh, you know, um, Val, uh, honoring the character, but also honoring Val Kilmer as well. Uh, and I just can't say enough. I re really, really, it, you know, it's movie month, right? My dog is standing, like, got her paws up against me right now. It's almost 11 o'clock. I got to get this up. Um, so here's something interesting. I just looked on Wikipedia. It says, in May 2022, uh, Miles Teller revealed that he was pitching a sequel which would have been tentatively titled Top Gun Rooster. Because really, now you can just do Top Gun colon anything. And it said it around his character. He, he pitched it to Paramount Pictures. By July of last year, he stated that he had been having ongoing discussions with Tom Cruise regarding a sequel. Well, guess what? If they do it, if they don't do it, I'm here to tell you that Tom Cruise can make sequel upon sequel upon sequel. If Tom Cruise is in it, I expect a certain level of quality, you know, uh, Mission Impossible 2 not, uh, not, not included. But I, at this point, I'm expecting um, high level of high quality. But it's like, 
and I know the, the Mission Impossible movies are coming. Do I wait? Do I literally wait until next June to talk about them? Because they're, they're coming out in the fall. Uh, but they look so good. And I watched that, that stunt of him driving a motorcycle off a cliff like a bunch of times just because, of course, that's what Tom Cruise does. And I feel like he was, every time he's on a motorcycle speeding a thousand miles per hour, I'm like, he's doing that. That's me. I'm, I'm looking at it. He's doing that. He's doing that too. He's doing that. Uh, just a wonderful, perfect, awesome, enjoyable movie. A movie. A, a theater experience that I missed out on, but a movie that was just balls to the wall. Uh, you know, it, it didn't, it, it's not a perfect film. There are things where I said, oh, that's a little, you know, a little corny, quote unquote, a little cheese ball, a little like, uh, just part of the, the dramatic film formula. But um, again, I don't even think that's a, that's an insult. I'm just like, it works fine in this movie. It's needed. This movie can do that. It doesn't matter. Uh, just a big, yes, big, two big, uh, warm thumbs up, warm thumbs up. I don't even know what the hell I came, that came from. I like this movie. I like it a lot. Um, and that's it. I think I'm done. I think I've done it. So day one of year 10 is in the books. Whew. Um, but won't you come back with me tomorrow? Because I'm going to do this 29 more times. But I can't do it alone. I need you to come back. I want you to come back. I demand that you come back. Now, in the meantime, because you're going to have to wait until tomorrow to hear more of me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Mastodon at Geek Mentality. Now, I don't do a lot of Mastodon. I'll be posting these up there, though. But you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Geek Mentality. Uh, and the Mastodon is like, what is it? Mastodon.social. So it's mastodon.social slash ad geek mentality if people are using that. I feel like people went crazy. We got to get away from Twitter. Let's everyone go to Mastodon. Oh, Twitter still works pretty much kind of the same way. Okay, we'll stay here for now. But Mastodon's there if we need it. Um, so what did I say? Twitter and Instagram, ad geek mentality. The Facebook page is fans, not experts. And of course, the website is fansnotexperts.com slash movie month. <sighs> we did it. I am excited. Now, the last time you heard from me at all was the end of Marchy McFly. So that was almost April, May. That was two months ago. Uh, and then the last time you heard from Movie Month, it was Dune. Uh, the next Dune doesn't come out till, till the fall. So get ready to hear that next, uh, next Movie Month. I don't even remember how Dune ended last year. It was like a lot of sand, I think. That's the last thing I remember, sand. Not a lot of sand in this movie, except when they're playing beach, um, dogfight, Football. Oh, I brought it back to Top Gun Maverick. Tom Cruise, mwah, keep doing what you're doing. I can't wait to see 80-year-old Tom Cruise hanging off of a helicopter. Um, but tomorrow, I'm pretty sure I know what movie I'm going to do. It's not 100%, but it's pretty damn close. So, um, And then you, when you see I watched that movie for the first time, you're going to be like, oh, then I expect we're also going to see this movie and this movie and this movie. And guess what? Yeah, well, and oh, wait, there was one other thing I wanted to talk about. So I said, I said the beginning of this movie was like exactly the same as the last one, like with the Top Gun theme and then right into Kenny Loggins. And I love that. And I remember um, the movie theme, the movie uh, soundtrack was pretty kind of a big deal. Berlin, um, Kenny Loggins, the theme song. 
And there were some other songs on there. This one had a big Lady Gaga song on there that I don't remember at all. But I love that uh, we had the theme song again. And it, it made me think of the soundtrack. And in the early 90s, maybe 92 or so, uh, going over across the street to my friend's house, and he just moved in with his his stepbrothers who I'd already known. They're, 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 they uh, lived there you know, my whole life. They already lived across the street from me. One of them's listening right now. He is my co-host on Fine Movies, Fine Spirits, Chris. I don't know if it was him, his younger brother, or his older brother, but somebody had the the um, Top Gun soundtrack on CD, which I borrowed and never, ever returned. And the reason I borrowed it is because I wanted to learn this on guitar. Whoops. I screwed up already, but who cares? Listen, thank you for listening. I thank you for listening, and I will see you tomorrow. But until then, I'm done. You know, you know the drill. I'll be back tomorrow. And I'll see you then. But until then, my friends, keep your feet on the ground and reach for the stars. And here, <laughs> where did the frig did that Was that Casey Kasem? Here. Anyway, who cares? I've been like teasing it so much and you're ready to say it. You're ready. You hold, the, the car full of you and the kids are ready to say it. Let's do it all together. One, two, three. Here is my theme song. This is my podcast. I made it. Geek Mentality is what I named it. And I think you should listen and subscribe Cause I'm kinda funny and awesome I think that I'm worth your time And I'm kinda handsome My mom says Please listen and Please subscribe At least listen to this episode Fans not experts